on today's episode of Into Your Head, number 781, the link between space exploration and accountancy training, how to avoid offending a glove puppet operator, uh, non-expiring New Year greetings, uh, something about salt, uh, something about uh, putting stuff on my face, and lots more. Absolutely fucking fantastic. Hello. Prelude to episode 581 of Into Your Head Podcast. Hello. Uh, Episode 781 of Into Your Head Podcast. Hello. Uh, will be, uh, well, it'll probably be a mixed bag. Uh, so that's a metaphor, don't worry. It's not a real bag. Uh, it's not. If it was a real bag, I'd just hand it to you there. I wouldn't even say, here's your bag, because you're not that stupid that you don't know what a bag is. I'm not like one of those people in shops who goes, this is your receipt and this is your change. Uh, no, no, if I was going to do that in a shop, I'd say, this is your receipt and this is your change, and I'm not giving it to you, because you, you obviously you don't recognise it or you need to explain to you it's not going to be of any use to, to you I'm going to put it into this charity uh, this charity box here and I'm going to recycle the receipt I'm going to use it as a oh I'm going to it's going to be someone's toilet paper three weeks from now it'll probably end up it'll probably ironically it'll probably end up right back in this shop as recycle recycle toilet paper uh, so there you go that's what's going to happen to you uh, anyway where was I uh, where oh I don't no, I was doing a prelude to episode 781, wasn't I? Uh, well, nothing much to say here, except Happy New Year, because it's the first of the new year. Uh, what else? Uh, happy... Oh, happy, uh, happy rest of the year. Uh, once the year has stopped being new and it's lost its glossy coating, I hope you had the rest of your year is okay too, not just the, not just the newest part of it. Because uh, I think every year should be, every year should be a good one, not just the beginning of it, every part of the year. As if you're just going to wish someone happiness for the new part of the year, then you might as well just say happy January and then in February fuck off back to your... In fact, happy January would be more appropriate because a lot of people find January miserable and tedious. They say it's their least favourite part of the year. But no, we're too busy wishing them a whole year of uh, happy new yearness. And they're by the third halfway through February and they've already realised oh Christ happy the new year is over already uh, which it isn't for another 11 and a half months but the way the way we parcel it and brand it uh, the new year is only uh, the first year the first week or two and then they as far as they're concerned any happy new year wishes they lo- they got will only keep them going until mid-January and then they go back to being miserable uh, so be very careful when you're wishing someone things like that i wish everyone uh, a happy whole year and the year after in fact i wish you a happy the rest of your life uh, stop being all fucking uh oh stop being uh, picky and picking out little parts of time and wishing people be happy but i don't know what you're thinking there you're one of those people who thinks uh, happiness comes in happiness comes in flashes and moments the rest of your life you're fucking miserable or just looking for it well that's a pile of bollocks too you read 
that in the book. You don't, uh, you didn't come up with that from any original research. You read it in the book, or you saw a movie about it that you were forced to see, uh, saw some freaking Disney film. Uh, go way out of that with that bollocks. Uh, go way out of that with that. Uh, why am I tapping my fingernail scissors on the on the freaking table when I've got perfectly ad- adequate musical instruments right beside me? I don't know. There we go. Uh, what was I going to do a song about? Oh, it's the new year. It's the new year. It's also applies to last year. Because this is a perennial song. So if you're listening to this, it's the new year. And this is the old year. I'll just assume it relates to the next new one that comes along. That's why I haven't named the actual year in question. I want this song to be perennial. Hey, perennial. A bit like, not quite as perennial as happy birthday, because that one can be applied to any day of the year. Uh, But at least this perennial New Year's Day one can be applied to the 1st of January of any year. Although I would have hoped that the first two choruses wouldn't have consisted consisted of me explaining the, the terms of use of this freaking song. Now, uh, I know what you're thinking there. You're thinking, uh, this episode so far. Uh, this episode so far. That's what you're thinking. Well, that doesn't even mean anything. If you want me to read your thoughts, you're going to need to complete your thoughts first. It's bad enough that you don't finish your thoughts when you're speaking, uh, which I always assumed was just because you forget to finish them. I uh, know it turns out you haven't even completed your thoughts in your head. Uh, so next time someone says to you, uh, you didn't finish your thought, uh, what they mean is they're not just saying that you didn't fucking finish the sentence. You didn't even complete your thought before you started saying the sentence uh, which is even worse. What if somebody uh, goes and does something on the basis of the first half of that sentence sentence that you got out uh, they also fill it in their head and they decide, oh I know what he was going to say. I'll go ahead and, and act on that. I'll go ahead and uh, press the nuclear button now and it'll all be fine because he was obviously about to say that he'd verified everything. And you haven't even finished the talk in your head. So you don't even know whether it's safe for the fella to press the nuclear button. And you were about to explain that. Uh, well then what would happen? I can tell you there'd be no time to make amends for it then. Because someone's gone and pressed the nuclear button. And we all know from movies that if you press a nuclear button there's no going back. You basically, uh, That's why people say that they, they use that as a metaphor. They say press the nuclear button. And luckily in this particular example that I'm giving... Uh, the guy wasn't pressing the nuclear button at all. It was just a metaphor for something that he was going to do uh, based on what you were advising him to do. Uh, so luckily, I wouldn't use a real uh, nuclear weapon in a metaphor when I'm just explaining to you here. I don't need to take those kind of risks. You know, not for some shitty little podcast. We're not going to take dangerous risks for some shitty... If this was Top Gear, the television program or something, then maybe I could do a bit more. I could say, 
drive that car off the edge of the cat interstate superhighway wall. Or drive. Oh, that would be interesting now. If you could drive a car along the top of the cat interstate superhighway wall. Now, that could be done if it, if it was a toy remote control car. I'd probably have fun with that on Top Gear, come to think of it. There's a very long uh, interstate divider wall that spreads from the main road up there, uh, back to the back of these estates, back down there. And uh, cats walk along it all the time from one end to the other. And they have drop-off points at various smaller walls that lead into uh, side houses and all sorts of things if you could drive a remote control along there it would be fascinating you put a little camera on it and you'd meet my cats along the way and somebody would have to be decide to get out of the way either the cat would have to jump down or the car would have to jump down or else the car would have to play dead so until the cat was confident enough to feel that it was something it could step over easily uh, i don't know it'd be an interesting thing of course not to the people on top gear because they're the type of macho people who pretend not to like cats so they'll have nothing to do with it unless it harms the cat in some way uh, so no uh, no you won't be putting my cats on top gear i've decided uh here we go i think i'll put that in the show title just so we're clear uh no cats uh no cat refusing cats to top gear there we go i'll uh, finish that i'll make that more readable later it's just a note just a note two dogs walk into uh oh walk into the world two dogs walk into the world uh do dogs are dogs born walking i'm not no they're gnostic they're born uh no they're based they're not that's bollocks what am i are horses born maybe horses are born walking or slow near enough to her anyway well a horse is pretty much the same thing as a as a dog they're the same shape they have a tail and four legs and they make noises and they have fur or hair Whatever the difference. What's the difference between fur and hair? I don't know. I suppose fur is uh, fur is more what you have. Uh, you've got thicker hair. Uh, if you're a dog, you've got lighter hair, and they call it hair. If you're a if you're a sheep or something, they call it. Oh no, they call that wool. I call it. I call a sheep's wool uh, fur while it's still on the sheep. Though you wouldn't call you wouldn't call a, a sheep's uh, you wouldn't call a sheep's uh, flesh meat until you've taken it off the sheep so have the same courtesy with its grooming uh, don't call it wool while it's still on on the frigging oh on the frigging uh sheep oh no call it hair or fur uh, that's like that's like going up to a potential kidney donor and saying hello oh hello i see you've got a kidney there you wouldn't say that that would be insensitive so don't go up to a sheep and say oh that's nice wool you have there that's uh that's going to be great on a jumper do you get a jumper because sheep can jump can sheep jump I forget what or do they just jump when you're uh, when they're jumping over a gate in your imagination where you're trying to do that thing of counting sheep going to sleep do sheep even jump I don't know I don't I can't remember I haven't had all that much close-up uh, exposure to sheep in my adult years although I did have oh I did have relatives who were farmers and they had sheep I suppose they had sheep and stuff and stuff and the other stuff I don't know they grew things they either 
grew things or they had animals, although technically you grow animals. If you're a farmer, you grow animals. You don't just buy them all in fully grow, fully grown. You grow one. I'm growing cats here at the moment. I've got a couple of kittens about a year old. They're still growing. So technically I'm growing cats, uh, growing them away like there's no tomorrow. And we're not growing them for the market or anything. I'm just growing them into cats. Uh, they're kittens at the moment. And in due course, they'll be fully grown cats. And all of being, and I, along with my wife, will have been responsible for growing two fully fledged cats and rearing them. Uh, so uh, farmers think that's something that they, they can make a big deal out of. They can say, I grew these cows. Uh, well, aren't you great? Congratulations. I'll make a, now try and find a home for them now that they're fully grown and they're not little cute little uh, kitten cows anymore and see how you get on with that. Uh, good luck to you. And they'll, they'll, of course, their response to, to that will be, well, I'm wearing these ones to produce milk so I don't need to sell them. And then I'm wearing these... Uh, wearing these ones for slaughter the bigger they are uh, the harder it is to kill them uh, but the more meat I get out of them and then I'll feed the meat to people people get to eat the meat uh, a bit like that, there was a movie once based on a play by the late Hugh Leonard called Eat the Peach and it had nothing to do with any of, any of that, it just the words the wording reminded me of it Eat the Peach, it was a fine movie I think it was about a fella uh, some fella and he had a thing in his backyard where he had a, some sort of a oh was it some sort of a some sort of, I can forget the exact details some sort of adventure ground sport type thing uh, was it that thing with a turnpike or something similar I don't want to look up now what Eat the Beach was I'll see I can't remember exactly what they were at it was like an Irish version of uh, you know that Jamaican thing with the dead fella in it the Jamaican bobsleigh team well Eat the peach or something along those lines in a way vaguely in a way let's see now eat the peach uh this fellow who wrote he used to do very a very, a very entertaining weekly column in the sunday independent uh, you foreigners wouldn't have liked with your foreigners here we go eat the peach two peach irish uh, two peat bog Irish men build their own motorcycle wall of death after seeing Elvis Presley in Roustabout. Well, isn't that exactly how I described it? There you go. Eat the Peach, 1986 film. Go and see it. It's probably on somewhere. It's probably on somewhere as we speak. That's the new thing now. They put on old movies every place to say, oh, do you want to go and watch, uh, do you want to go watch Back to the, Back to the Future? Uh, so that's probably what they'll be doing all this year, apparently this is the last year that features in the timeline of the back to the the back to the move back to the future storyline so everyone will be going on about it they'll be saying oh on this day in on this date in the back to the future timeline they all had flying cars uh, well we do have flying cars already as i like to point out we already have helicopters it's just that we found a better name for them you're going round to the if you're going round to all the car shops saying hello do you have flying cars of course they're gonna say no because you don't know what you this is why it's so important to learn a bit of language especially when you go abroad when you go abroad and you want to find oh you want to get a chicken sandwich and you say it in english nobody is going to understand you uh, likewise if you go looking for a flying if you travel to the future where they have flying cars uh even if they have something beyond the helicopter uh, farther in the future you won't know what to ask for because they're hopefully they'll have called them something 
less stupid than flying cars and you go into some shop and you say hello do you sell flying cars or can you direct me to where I might find one uh, they'll say what is this flying car you speak of what is a car because they probably won't even be using the word car anymore uh, so let's bear in mind that's why you study language if you're at school there wondering uh, learning French and Spanish and English and numbers and wondering why do we have to learn all this crap what practical application could this have in my real life when I get released from this prison that is the school uh, well that's exactly what you need it for finding your helicopter uh, wherever it is in space and time uh, you need to be able to find out how to how to ask for it uh, so hope that helps motivate you and your children to learn you're listening to the into your head podcast from ireland with your humble proprietor neil follow neil at twitter.com slash into your head pod and pretend to like him at facebook.com slash into your head podcast we've a lot to get on with today items that need to be attended to issues that need to be addressed topics oh topics we've got lots and lots of topics we're positively booming to the seams with topics we've got topics coming out of and lots of them aren't even reruns uh, some of these topics some of these topics are going to be ones that have never mentioned before and you'll never have heard before not from out of my mouth anyway you won't have heard them out of my mouth uh, it'll be like when oh it'll be like when i suppose if you if I have a thought that's not original but i came up with it myself uh, it's slightly better than if if the UK Gold Channel shows an old episode of Have I Got News For You that was originally made by BBC Two uh, but it's being shown now for the first time on UK Gold and they say oh it's brand new it's not brand new someone else made that before uh, but at least the BBC gets the credits in the end credits for us uh, but no if I have a thought like that that was shown somewhere else at least I thought of it independently you see these people arguing about about that on Twitter now they say oh you stole that fella's tweet Uh, that fella tweeted three years ago a joke that started with knock knock and you just did one there too Uh, it's impossible that he could have come up with that independently Uh, and then a fight ensues a fight ensues and people take sides just like they do with everything as I put up a rerun just now I put up a rerun just now to tide you over and then the next day uh, which was yesterday I put up another rerun because I realised the original rerun I put up was a load of crap. Uh, I didn't take down the first rerun though because I don't want you uh, going into your uh, going into your iPod and seeing oh there's one he's put up but it's no longer available. It must have been crap. Uh, no, no, you get to find out for yourself that it was crap. Uh, the first, if you haven't listened yet, the first of the two reruns that I've just put out is crap. Uh, the second, The second one is tolerable. Ah, because this is a, ah, oh, this is a hit and miss type, uh, hit and miss, ah, uh, uh, bollocks, uh, this is a hit and miss type of entertainment, if it wasn't a hit and miss type of entertainment, we'd be, we'd be on the frigging, ah, oh, we'd be on the frigging BBC or the Howard Stern Network now, uh, doing non-hit and miss, doing all hit, uh, we'd probably go on have a station called All Hit, uh, podcasting. Uh, maybe if we all maybe if we all club together 
and get all the hideous bits out of all of our podcasts and put together as one. Uh, we could make a radio station that has just all the hits all the time. Uh, yeah, the next one, two cats walk into a bar story in that episode. We'll use that and we'll use the bit from the overnight scrape underground where PQ says something interesting. Uh, not to say that PQ doesn't say something interesting all the time. He introduces other stuff through most of that particular podcast. Oh, so he doesn't get a lot of a lot of time to say interesting stuff. Uh, I I said that wrong, PQ. Everything that comes out of your mouth is absolutely fascinating. Uh, I'm not a, I'm not a diplomat by trade, by the way. I studied accountancy and failed it. I, fa- I studied accountancy for about three hundred and fifty-nine. Uh, what do you call it? Semesters. Is that what you call them in America? It probably is. We call them. Uh, well, that particular college called them semesters for a while, and then decided to call them modules. It wanted to sound like a freaking spaceship getting ready to go. Uh, you get your third module, and that's then you get your auditing module and then you're ready to take off uh whatever oh whatever uh part of the accounting and finance profession you end up working in you can just let go of all the other modules and they'll fall back down to earth or something i presume that was how the analogy was meant to work i don't know i don't know or is it possible that the uh that the accountancy uh, third level training system was not based on the space program i suppose that's i have to concede that's the more likely couple possibility uh i don't know i don't know i've always been a great believer in the dictum never ask uh never ask uh a very old and unwashed uh an unwashed glove puppet uh that looks like i think it's supposed to be a cat i'm not sure although i'm quite surprised i've kept anything that resembles a cat in such bad care in this house uh this is a cat household we look after a cat uh, luckily it's not a real one it's not even a real toy cat it's a glove puppet cat a glove puppet doesn't count as a toy cat no no it's not it doesn't even become an imaginary cat until a ventriloquist crams his face or whatever he puts inside the pub. Ah, this is quite a large glove puppet now, I think about it. You could. Uh, if you had a small enough ventriloquist, uh, you could poke you could poke his entire body up to it and put his head in, and then we'd just basically be a small man in a cat, a cheap cat outfit. Because uh, you look, that's the lucky thing about uh, sometimes being a small st- stature. You can you can get things like glove puppets and dolls clothes and things and just wear them. Of course, you go out and say that to anyone, and they'll say you're being politically incorrect and insensitive. I'd have to admit, I am. Um, that's very that's rather insensitive that's why i'd never say to anyone uh the thoughts only occur to me just now though so rest assured that in the 30 seconds that have passed since that thought occurring to occurring to me and me uh coming to realize that it's not a very politically politically correct thought uh, i haven't done any harm i haven't even left left the room uh, or been on the phone to anyone so no damage done in that time as long as they got as long as you keep the gap between uh, the stupid comment and uh, the point at which you learn how stupid it was, you keep that gap as small as possible, and then you cause as little damage as possible. Uh, so there you go. Uh, ideally, you wouldn't be uh, recording yourself for worldwide broadcast at the time and recording that gap. Uh, well, maybe there's an educational value to that. Has that ever occurred to you? No, you're too busy judging. Too busy judging, cramming judgment down other people's throats 
it's like there's no tomorrow. You sit there on your high horse, uh, probably on a train somewhere. You're going on a train somewhere. Who are you to... What's this hissing coming from? Uh... I haven't recorded anything since before Christmas for various reasons, so I'm not sure. Uh, perhaps I should have tested the setup in some way. I uh, know. I can hear myself hissing. Can you hear myself yeah, hissing? Well, I don't think if you don't mind, I'm going to fade myself out there. Uh, not myself of the present. To me of the past that you were just listening to. I'm going to fade him out there uh, on a, in, a, in a professional manner. I'll gently fade him down to zero during the editing process, and you hear me on full blast instead because I'm taking over here uh, all I was saying back there was I thought there was a problem with hissing uh, there wasn't as it turned out uh, but then I ended by going oh there isn't is there or is there or is there or isn't there is there is there is there isn't there and then there's a crash and then I go ah fuck uh, frankly I don't think that's any way to end the segment uh, no no didn't want to end the segment just yet anyway even though I've no idea what it was about or oh, was it the one about uh oh it's probably the one where i was talking about uh minimizing the damaged cause between when you make a mistake and when you correct it is that what i was talking about uh something about uh inadvertently offending small people who who can fit in the glove puppet uh that's the one that was i think i made my point there perfectly well to to my credit to my to my earlier selves credit he did get his point out as best he can i certainly don't think i can improve on it or make it honey uh it's not my thought it's his thought and he he made a, as much clarity out of it as he could and uh, who am i to take over i'm not i'm not going to take over and try and further explain his thought that would be like when they made the new uh the new book in the series the hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy recently and they got a different author in to try to do it no no you can't be doing that i'm not going to come in and try to try to re-author a point to me of the past said that would be ridiculous i know you're thinking it's the same person in this case uh, indeed it is but it's not uh, we change as we grow and evolve and the me of 20 minutes ago who recorded that uh, was an entirely different person uh, slightly less caffeinated for one thing uh, possibly more sleepy uh, possibly also full of toast which has gone down a bit now oh no circumstances were completely different and the room has cooled down a bit uh, so it's essentially not the same person at all we're forever changing as human beings you know uh one minute uh one minute you're a bug standard normal human being uh the next minute you're another bug standard human being and you're looking over at yourself and you're thinking wait a minute uh i thought i was he him a minute ago and then you realize you're not and then you realize oh i'm having hallucinations that means i'm an unwell human being a mentally unwell human being who needs help and that's just suddenly see that's how it suddenly goes you were probably all mentally ill all along he just doesn't realize you just don't realize it uh but yes you're still changing from being a mentally ill person who doesn't know he's meant he's mentally ill into a mentally ill person who does know he may be mentally ill uh what well, i can tell you makes all the world of difference because you go and seek treatment then that's the difference that's the difference and you'd be damn well you should note that down in your uh oh you probably 
probably don't. Do people take notes when they listen to these podcasts? They probably don't. Nobody wants to. It's a disposable world. You could hear one of the most original thoughts you've ever heard and not make a note about it. You just say, oh, that's interesting. That's entertained me for a couple of minutes there now. I'll move along. I'll move along. Move right along. Move, move along, Jack. And never come back. No more, no more, no more, no more. Hit the road, Jack. And never come back. Never come, never come, never come back. Hit the road, Jack. And never come back. Hit the road, Jack. And never come back no more. Anyway, what was I talking about? Having the fucking clue. Two cats walk into the closing segment of a podcast which has already been completed uh, but the proprietor of which has come back to in the evening just after taking a sleep aid to see if he can add on some sort of an epilogue. Uh, one of the cats goes straight up to, goes straight straight up to uh, whatever is available, whatever has been created in the in the proprietor's uh, not not completely fully functioning at the moment. Mind, uh, he resumes. There's a bar counter there. Uh, he goes up to the bar counter. It's got to at least be a bar counter. I can surely the Christ, my mind can come up with a bar counter despite having taken a sleep aid. Uh, I could do that. I can come up with bar counters on on autopilot. I can assure you to Christ again. I've done them done them hundreds of times. You've had hundreds of cats walking into bars on this podcast for many years. Surely to Christ I can conjure up in them. In fact, now that now that I think about it, I don't have to because you, the listener, have heard me done it enough times. You've already conjured up a bar counter in your mind, so I don't need to. Uh, let's work basically. Let's work together on this, uh, listener. Uh, uh, you conjure up the bar counter and I'll send you over the cat. Was it a cat? I think it was a cat. There was two cats and one of them goes up to the bar counter and says, Hello, can I have a pint of your finest water to wash down these sleep aids with? And the man behind the bar says, uh, those sleep aids are for your uh, your proprietor, uh, not, the, not you. You're a cat. You don't need sleep aids. If you do, there's a problem. And the cat says, well, maybe there is a problem. Sounds like there's a problem, I can tell you. Uh, if I can't walk into a two cats, walk into a bar story and get what I want from the barman, there's a problem there. And the man behind the bar says, well, that's not my area. I'm not in charge of the creativity around here. I'm just a fictional barman. I'm limited by my programming. I'm a bit like one of them barmen on the uh, holographic uh, holodeck on Star Trek The Next Generation. I can only do go within the limits of my programming. And if I happen to go uh, outside the apparent limits of my programming, then that's a serious problem and everybody's going to die. 
uh, which is just as well that this is all fictional. And the cat says, oh, you have a point there. You have a point there. But where does that leave all us? And the man behind the bar says, I don't know where, where all this us came from. We're not all in this together. I don't know you. You're just a stray cat for all I know. And the cat says, excuse me, I'm not a stray cat. I live next door to this bar. I live in the house next door. Uh, I don't belong to anyone either. It's my own house. And the barman says, are you sure about that? Are you sure you're not just squatting? And the cat says, uh, cats, as the rules regarding squatting and taking over houses in that way don't apply to animals, you frigging idiot. And the barman says, oh, I see. That's very interesting. Uh, I don't know where to go with it, though. And the cat says, uh, neither do I, neither do I. And the great night is had by all. Sit, Bowsy. Sit. Good cat.